Well, for many years, the prisons in Western Oregon have been served by tremendously dedicated Catholic volunteers, both lay and ordained, who have answered the call to minister to our brothers and sisters who are incarcerated. Well, prison ministries is a challenging yet rewarding ministry to become involved in. And those involved in prison ministries in the Archdiocese of Portland, they feel a true calling to this work. And we're blessed to have a rich history of ministry to those in jails and prison in our own archdiocese. Well, joining me this morning to share more about his involvement and how this might be a calling for you is Alexander Ross. Good morning, Alexander. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Brenda. Well, first, Alexander, I think for our listeners would be interested to know, how did you first become interested and involved in prison ministries yourself? I'm a cradle Catholic, so I was raised with Jesus's golden rule and canonic love on the cross. I was a special education teacher in Brooklyn, New York from 2011 to 2015, where I taught five to nine-year-olds, and I got to know firsthand uh, what the school-to-prison pipeline was, um, especially in predominantly black and brown communities. And through partnering with families, I got to learn and be part of solutions. And during some ministerial formation, I got to be involved in prison ministry for the first time. And I, when I moved to here to Portland into the Archdiocese in 2018, I started to get involved as a volunteer going in to the Columbia River Correctional Institute uh, near the airport about every two to four weeks. Once the pandemic came about, that shifted things up. And so volunteers really haven't been able to get in. But now that some restrictions are being lifted, uh, I and other volunteers are starting to get back in. But we could use some we could use some more help in hands with volunteers. Mm. Oh, for sure. Well, Alexander, when we talk about prison ministries, is that strictly just working with the person who is incarcerated? Or does it involve also working with victims and for family members who are left behind when a, a, a parent is, is incarcerated? I mean, who's involved in the entire ministry? That's a great question. When I first emailed the Archdiocesan contact person through the Archdiocesan website back in 2019, they told me that our ministry is about helping Catholic volunteers who are going into prisons and jails in the archdiocese. In the archdiocese. There are four prisons and four, par- four prisons um, that are really underserved at the moment. Um, and our job is to assist anybody who is, quote, touched by crime who needs assistance. So that does include victims, families of the incarcerated, and people leaving prisons and returning to communities who need tremendous support and assistance. At Columbia River, my role is to work directly with the offenders to preach freedom and reconciliation, to help them to explore responsibility and to receive God's healing. There are other ministries and ways to be involved that do work with victims and the families of the incarcerated, but I am working directly with the offenders in, in the, in the prison. 
If you are just joining us this morning, I'm talking with Alexander Roth. Alexander is a parishioner at Holy Redeemer Parish here in Portland, but is involved at the Archdiocesan level within prison ministries. He's joining me today to talk about his work in the prisons and also about ways that, well, you can also involve yourself in this very needed ministry. Well, for our listeners, it does sound a little daunting, the idea of entering into a prison and and working with offenders then you said before the pandemic you were had a kind of a routine and now since things are starting to ease you're coming back into the prisons can you maybe share with our listeners a little bit more about what's your experience you know maybe really from the time that you step out of your vehicle at at the prison or jail and then and then walk us through the process of of how you spend your time there it is daunting. There are the chain link fences with barbed wire. It's a little imposing that in order to enter, you have, there's screening, um, there's metal detectors, there are many guards, it's strict protocols. We're not messing around. And when I go in, I'm every time read a statement that I'm taking risks and, uh, I'm, there, there are dangers as part of it. That's all preparatory. And as I've gone in, we take safety protocols very seriously. The prison would not be setting us up for, uh, for trouble. So there are guards around. And once we get in to the actual prayer time, there's a culture of warmth and belonging where I'm working with all men and some of the other volunteers are women and um and we go in and we sing and there's smiling and laughter and we know the whole time that we're all broken people and we've all sinned and some of us have committed more egregious crimes and sins um against God and against our uh against our neighbors and so we're entering in with humility and knowing that we're all in need of healing. And some of the, some of the men don't, I, I never hear, I don't ask them, what did you do um, mm. to get yourselves in here? Um, if they want to share something and some of them are very open about it. Um, we receive that with reverence um, and, and gratitude for them sharing these difficult things um, we're very clear about boundaries between volunteers and the men. Um, and it's been really helped by, there was a formation program that myself and 16 other lay faithful from the Archdiocese of Portland took, took part in. And that formation, uh, which was last summer of 2021 was about eight weeks long and it really helped, um, to prepare myself and the others to enter into this, to know what to expect and to know how to help instead mm. of perpetuating difficulties. Alexander, when you are entering the prisons and working with these group of people, are you working with those who identify as Catholics or do you open up your your ministry for all those who uh, need, need this type of ministry in their life? At Columbia River Correctional Institute or CRCI, we pray 
a liturgy of the word in anticipation of the upcoming Sunday's mass. So it has a liturgical feel um, where we are opening with song and a um, confidior and praying with the scriptures and praying the Lord's Prayer. Some of uh, the men who come are Catholic, and some of them are very well catechized. Um, some are Catholic and not well catechized, and others are maybe Christian from a different um, denomination, or <laughs> you get people in for so many different reasons. Some, uh, they're really like aware of their need for God's grace through Jesus Christ and the church. Some are just looking to for something to do, uh, mm. you know, just to get out of their cells. So you really get a gambit and everybody walks in and by the time they walk out, they feel loved. Uh, they grow in closeness with their fellow um, inmates and they've also left, they leave with something to, to reflect mm. on uh, moving forward when it comes to God's love for us and God's justice and healing. You know, that's really amazing. I mean, I think that is where God's grace is always ready to be poured out on those in need. Alexander Roth is joining me today. We're talking about ministry within the prison and those who are incarcerated. Alexander, I've enjoyed our conversation so much. There's a lot of information here, but I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue our discussion in the next half hour? Of course. And I am continuing now my conversation with Alexander Roth. In our first half hour, in our last half hour, Alexander joined me as we were talking about the Archdiocese Ministries to those incarcerated. Alexander has been a part of prison ministries for a number of years and joining me today to invite you to find the graces in serving those in need. Alexander, thank you so much for staying with me. It's a pleasure to be here, Brenda. Alexander, in our first half hour, we talked about how you first became involved in prison ministries uh, when you lived in New York. Remind our listeners a little bit about how the the umbrella of prison ministries and, and who they serve. It's not just our brothers and sisters who are behind bars, but, the, you know, the ministry really stretches out in a lot of different ways. Remind our listeners about that. Yeah, as we know, it's a corporal work of mercy, and the works of mercy are one of our archdiocese's uh, stated priorities, and it's a gift to me to go and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ conquering death. It's a wonderful opportunity for me to reflect on the ways that I've sinned and received God's healing and to be able to pass that message along. It's a gift for me that the guys with whom I work, they take and they get to leave um, knowing that they, we, we have a God of, of second chances. and We have to take responsibility and accountability and change our ways and be converted. Um, but they go out and they live their lives. And I never see most of them again, but I never see any of them again. Um, mm-hmm. But they go out and they, they're changed people. And I have worked with people who have been formerly incarcerated in some past work that I've done who they're, they're, changed people. Um, there is a great rate of recidivism. And I think it's something like, I have the statistic, but it's something like 
70% of people who leave prison end up back in prison, um, which is which is mm. crazy. So there's a lot of internal and in- interior work that guys can do, but they don't have to do. But if they do do it and they learn to take accountability and responsibility and not just try to pass the buck or blame others, um, they can be changed people when they leave. Um, and that can lead to unbelievable healing with uh, in families with children, with estranged partners or other family members, and they learn to how to apologize, which is mm. seeing, for me, seeing God's mercy at work, getting to hear these guys' stories. And, you know, during our times of prayer, I can see, like, <laughs> literally, like, see God's mercy washing washing over them and see the looks on their faces of, oh, my God, like, I need... You know, I, I need this mercy and this grace. It's it's incredible. It's such a gift for me. I'm talking with Alexander Roth this morning. He is part of Prison Ministries here in the Archdiocese of Portland. Alexander, just listening to you, uh, from my own experience, and I've never done ministry quite like prison ministries, but I know that when I am serving others and my ability to give to others, it, it just is multiplied within myself. I mean, what I learn from those that... I am able to serve. I almost feel like the greater gift is on my end because I learn more about who I am and I grow closer to God just by doing that. Do you find that to be the same thing for yourself? Absolutely. And to go into prisons is not going to be everybody's call at all. Like most of our listeners, I'd imagine, are not going to become volunteers or um, apply to become a volunteer um, just from listening to this. But there are so many ways to practice this. Um, many of our listeners will be familiar with the term restorative justice. There are two great organizations that I want to recommend. Um, first of all, starting through the Archdiocese's website, um, there are great resources there and great ways to learn and get involved. And there are just great resources online. And even just reading those and bringing them to prayer and conversation um, are a great way to start. A lot of this just happens in families and in neighborhoods and in workplaces. Um, Again, with this term restorative justice, uh, finding ways to admit that difficult things have happened and maybe I've been hurt. Um, Hey, you've, you've hurt me or, or maybe I know that I hurt you. And how did that, how did that affect you? I want to hear that. And so um, accounting for harm and seeking God's healing and being able to recognize the dignity of the other, whether it's in our homes or uh, on the bus or whatever in the supermarket, um, just practicing that restorative justice. There are so many ways to do it. Um, and prison is a way that I've been called, but that's um, there are so many different ways to to practice this. Well, Alexander, for those who are listening, who think, you know, God is calling me uh, to a, a a deeper relationship uh, with him, and it could be through prison ministries, what are the ways that you are looking for volunteers? Is it just those that uh, that you're needing people to be able to visit prisons, or for are there other ways that people can also involve themselves? The Archdiocese's website has links and a lot of resources, whether it's, I have friends who, for whatever reason, can't go into the prisons, but maybe they write letters and taking 15 minutes to 
to write a letter of encouragement and care for somebody in prison, whether it's by name or not, um, that could be a great start. Um, there's I, I love watching movies. Two movies that I highly recommend are Dead Man Walking from 1995 with Susan Sarandon. She won Best Actress. Um, it's really good. And then um, the Stephen King story, The Green Mile, uh, with Tom Hanks and um, Michael something Duncan. Um, they're so good. So if you're movie people, watch those movies and um, maybe ask yourself, how um, where do I see myself in this movie in the different characters? Um, and especially Dead Man Walking, because it's a Catholic sister who's um, who's one of the main characters played by Susan Sarandon. Um, how does how is she living out her faith by doing this? Um, what is the witness that she's offering? So I would say starting with the Archdiocese's website, the USCCB, United States Council of Catholic Bishops, also has great resources. So maybe just spending 15 minutes instead of browsing something unintentionally on the internet uh, one of these nights, maybe just say, hey, I'm going to set 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever you have to um, just check out um, Archdiocese of Portland, uh, Works of Mercy, and just go from there and and bring it to prayer and ask God, um, yeah, how can I be part of um, the healing of my community? Alexander, how beautifully stated that is. And I just want to thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for sharing your experience with Prison Ministries. It's a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much, Brenda. And again, that is Alexander Roth. We're talking about prison ministries here in the Archdiocese of Portland. Now, if you want to find out more information that some of what Alexander was talking about, I will be sure to add a link to where you can get right to the prison ministries page for the Archdiocese of Portland. And I'm going to include that link on the podcast of this interview. You're going to find it at materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. 